2: What is up?
1: Field Street Forum Radio is on the air. Wednesday night, September the 16th, time for Field Street Forum Radio. Your host, The Real Dre, joined tonight. Got Mike Brooks already in the house. Got Calvin from Camden already in the house. What's up, fellas?
2: All right, how you doing?
1: Good man, yeah. Oh bring that volume down, Calvin. <laughs> I just did uh, Brooks, what's up man?
2: What's up fellas? What? What's going
1: on? Good lord, I I got ESPN on on I guess it's ESPN U. And it's just a odd way to start the show I guess, but have any of you guys seen Rulon Gardner, the former Olympic wrestler lately? Dude is going about probably three and a half bills right now man he is he has ballooned way up, man. Good grief, but anyway, that's all right just just well it just took me by surprise when I saw who it was 'cause I mean he was a big guy back in the Olympics, but man he's going way out like I, said, he's, I think he's probably pushing about three fifty four hundred pounds, man, but hopefully he can get that under control. <laughs> <laughs>
3: but we're here to
1: talk about the dogs, fellas. Mm. Georgia coming off a nice, solid win over over Vanderbilt. Not a, it wasn't really a dominant win, but it, it was one that I don't necessarily know they were challenged too terribly much. Um, offense kind of was very. Playing again, I guess, that's what a lot of folks were concerned with, the lack of, of innovation, I guess, on that side of the offense, uh, or on that side of the ball. The defense looked fantastic yet again. And then the uh, special teams were kind of, uh, <laughs> we had some definite ups and downs with, with the special teams, with, of course, Isaiah McKenzie being the the star on special teams Saturday, but uh, Marshall Morgan missed two more free, two more, two more field goals. Uh, one terribly bad. Somebody they were saying it was blocked, but I don't, I don't know that it was blocked. If you don't know the truth of it, but um, kind of just glad Georgia got away with a, came away with a victory, you know, and, and you know, like I said, a comfortable victory. I don't know, it was the kind of game that in years past I think would have been a. Last position kind of game, if you don't know the truth of it. But uh, what what were you guys? I guess Brooks, you want to start us off. With, what were your thoughts on the game?
4: Mm, you know, it was any time you go on the road in the SEC, you know, you want a win is is always a good thing. Um, you know, we got a ton of stuff we got to work on, but I do think getting up, being up early in that game on the road, kind of kind of let the coaches, you know, want to coast a little bit and preserve the lead and chew up as much clock as they could. Um, so that kind of dictated the game plan a little bit from the start. Um, it was kind of troubling that most of our points seemed to come off of special teams and and defensively, I guess. Um, but, yeah, I think, I think we'll get the offense rolling a little bit. Be a little bit more balanced going forward. we got a lot to work on, but if we can correct the little things, uh, I mean, I'm I'm encouraged. Right?
1: Yeah, I I, I kind of liked how. I guess my thing was I I liked that I really it, I guess the biggest concern is was it did they not really open up the offense because they just never like I said just never felt threatened and that they needed to or are they concerned about the quarterback play or are they concerned? is there is there i mean i think my least concern of the of about the offense is that they're not innovative enough i mean i think and i keep you know i think some people are kind of concerned about that and i don't really i don't personally think that's the problem if you don't know the truth of it um you know that that they're not good offensive play callers or something like that um calvin what are you What's kind of your takeaway from the game Saturday?
5: Well, well, I t- I told you I wasn't I wasn't in favor of 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 those guys in and out or you know having somebody in at quarterback and not and they did exactly what I said. You remember we talked earlier that that day before everybody else got on. And if you're gonna take a guy out, you sit him and you allow him to see and you put him back in. You see how he responds. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I think he responded pretty good, even though it wasn't uh, any, anything that was, you know, acts of him that wasn't axed in the first half. I mean, he hit some of the some of the smaller stuff. Or some of the, I mean, he threw one slant that was like <laughs> beautiful. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And so that one uh, of McKenzie. Yeah, yeah. On it was that in the third or fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Third quarter. Yeah, yeah I think it was. Third, it was, it was, it was it was a good pass, so I, I think he, I think he came back and as as a quarterback, and he solidified himself as well. Well, I think he he made rec you know, recompense from from what he did in the first half, and so uh, offensively they got a lot of work to do, and what I mean by that is just allowing them to go ahead and and throw the ball down for you like. Like uh Rick said, let it rip, you know, just, just going ahead and, and seeing it and letting it go. And it I think it will open up a lot more for those guys. I, I think that uh I think the Chubb he's got a little ankle injury or whatever, but all the guys ran the ball good. It just was, you know, having to open it up and not making it tough yards. Look, the dude had like a sixty eight yard run, a forty something yard run. I mean, it was it was it was easy, but then when they got down there, they kind of balled down because uh, Vanderbilt stiffened their neck a little bit, and you miss you miss easy throws. So, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think they'll be okay. I mean, but like like I told you last time, okay, it's mm-hmm. a little tougher this week. It's a lot tougher this week. Right, you know, you're gonna have some different exotic stuff that's thrown at them because they they don't have a choice. You know, I don't think South Carolina really has a a choice, but to try to pressure, especially after seeing a little happy feet in the backfield.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean,
1: how um, the good sign to me was as bad as Grayson was in the first half. What was he one for eight or one for nine? Mm-hmm.
6: Uh,
1: what he he finished up what eleven for twenty-one or twenty-two or something like that. Yeah. So I mean. I'll pull it up specifically, but I, it looked like, like you said, like maybe after he sat down, you know, kind of maybe saw a series or so, a series or two, and uh, kind of saw
5: saw what I'm, happened. I'm going to say I'm this. this I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this, Dre. I, I always like when, when I play basketball, I like coming off the bench. I like being the sixth man. Because sometimes sometimes you can't solve the problem while you're in the problem. You know what I'm saying? But but if right. you can step you can step outside the problem and you steal the problem, then you you really can't play. So right. I mean, once you step out and you're able to see, you're able to calm yourself, you, you shouldn't be able to go back in. That's even for a backup. A backup should be able to come in and not do what the starter done. To, to come out of the game. Why would you go out and repeat the same thing that he's done? So if you have a real good backup, he should be able to come in and, and do some different things. And I think I think with Bryce coming in and, you know, having a, a little success, I mean, it, it jump-started Grayson. You know what I'm saying? Because you've you got to see some success to be able to do it. If he would have went in and went 0 for 4, man, what hope would they had in the second half, to be honest? They would have been really – looking crazy together, you know, they've been grasping for straws because now nobody completed a pass. You know, so, uh, I mean, I think that helped, you know, with him able to see, make adjustments and go back out and not being in third down uh, uh, and long. I mean, but that's coming, and that's what I want to see. I want to see who can perform in a third and long over and over because in big games, you're going to have those.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt. Um, how about the offensive line so far? How do you guys, do you feel like they've lived up to the high expectations that they've had coming into the season?
5: I, I don't, my thing is, I don't know how they pass. We don't know how they pass block because they're not... <laughs> no, seriously. I mean, we know they're, yeah. they're run blocking and I mean, with, with the backs that you have, I mean, you just create a, a crease, and that's all you need. You create a crease and then go. But as far as pass, I really don't know because you, you think they have a good, you know, a, a good pocket, and then Grayson, he taps out and, and runs out. And, I mean, and that, I mean, I'm not in the pocket, so I don't know if it's, you know, if it's getting smaller than me, too. But all right. I'm saying is we don't know. We really right. don't.
1: And kind of going to that with with the line and, and Lambert, how much do you think, you know, everybody's kind of commented about him kind of getting happy feet a little bit very quickly. How much of that is a, is a product of him still being kind of that muscle memory kicking in from Virginia, you know, from his Virginia days? I mean, it was pretty much a case of, he needed to have the ball out of his hands within his first or second read or he was going to get walloped. But by the time he gets to his first or second read now, he usually still has enough time to hit, to look three and four, the third and fourth read. You know, and instead he's kind of starting to, to jitter around and move around looking for the looking for the defender coming in instead of, you know, instead of finding that, that guy breaking free, or somebody coming coming free and, and open on a checkdown, or
5: something. It, this is going to be my last comment. And, you know, I got to get off for a minute, but I call back. But uh, right. I, I saw Jeff. I saw I saw Jeff George. Jeff yeah. George had the same. You know, I mean, it's a dilemma. After, but Jeff George took like three years of that in Indianapolis. You know where he was getting absolutely plummeted, and he had yeah. one of the. He had one of the strongest, best arms I have ever seen in the pros. I mean, he could throw the ball. But when he got to Atlanta, it was like he was tap dancing from one. From you know, once he got the snap, it was like you know, tap dance, tap dance. And if if that's the case, if if that's ingrained in him, whoo, it's gonna be really, really it's gonna be really, really hard. I'm hoping it's not. You know, I, I, but if it's ingrained in him, then you got a problem, right? Yeah.
1: Well, hopefully it'll be, you know, he'll he'll get that out of the system these first two games, because obviously the coaches are seeing something, you know. I mean. Oh yeah. All right. Well, yeah, man. Call back in if you get a chance. Um, okay, man. All right. I'll let you later. Yep. Brooks, what's your uh, what you thinking, man? Uh you kind of in agreement or is there something else another point you wanted to add to that?
4: Mm, yeah, I mean I agree to a certain extent. I think I think a lot of it is coachable. Um you know, obviously when you get into a game, muscle memory does take over a little bit, but it only takes it only takes a few good throws to get a quarterback in rhythm. Um right. you see it a lot you see it a lot in the NFL. Guys, that you know, they they kind of ease him in games. I mean, you saw Johnny Manziel for for instance when he got got in the game last weekend. You know, they they warmed him up a little bit. They gave him a couple of high percentage throws, let him complete those first, and then they started opening up the offense a little bit.
6: Mm-hmm. So,
4: I think with a with a guy like Grayson, who you know's a little bit gun shy, you've got to give him those opportunities to you know to get a little bit to get get some good throws under his belt, get a little comfortable. And then start opening it up a little bit. Um,
6: mm-hmm.
4: On the other hand, when you got three running backs like we do, it's tough to take a high percentage throw over giving the ball to Nick Chuck when you right. when you need when you need yards. Um, right. So it's almost it's almost as if as almost as if our coaches have wanted to run the ball to kind of get the quarterback involved in the game a little bit. More than, more than taking those short high percentage throws, um, mm-hmm. and getting them eased into the game. So, I think there's I think there's a few things schematically like that that we could change up with our play column that would, you know, that would definitely benefit our quarterback and especially going into, a, to a pretty good, SEC game this week. We're gonna need, you know, we're gonna need that. Um, we're gonna have to throw it at some point. So. You know, yeah,
1: I like. Um... I like that the idea of kind of breaking him into, you know, hit a couple of you know hook routes and a couple of screens and things like that. Just to just to see the just to see him see the ball going into his teammates, his receivers, hand, his intended receivers' hands. You know. Um, oh yeah,
4: you've got to do that. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. I mean, you absolutely have to do that. Um, and it not only gives him confidence but it gives the coaching staff confidence. They see him right. complete a few throws then they can start you know they can start opening up the playbook and and putting some more complex stuff in front of them. But when he's when he's shaky on the throws to begin with you want to you want, you always want to use your best weapons. And this year and you know the last couple of years to be honest with you our best weapon has been the running back position. So yeah, I mean, why... It's a tough dilemma. You know,
1: I can see the coach's dilemma there because, you know, A, like you said, you've got the last two or three years, you've had either, you know, Todd Gurley or, or, or Nick Marshall or now Nick Chubb and, and Sony Michelle and still Keith Marshall. And you could probably just as likely get pick up six, seven yards, just turning around, handing the ball off, like you said, instead of trying to attempt a... Ten yard, eight route, eight yard, eight slant route, or, or you know, throwing the ball downfield into the into the defense. You know, how would what do you think the, the the game plan is Saturday? Just what what about just coming out and, and just heaving, you know, giving him a big. Just tell Reggie davis or, or Malcolm Mitchell to go go on a fly route first play and play action, and, and just get get any nerves
2: or anything out like that Brooks, you there Jason
7: Jason has called in by the way he's gonna be in and out, <clears throat> man, you know you know getting well, I wish we'd do that, yeah, like I'm telling. You, it can be debated all everybody wants to debate it. Everybody can say why they want to. But I'm telling you right now, if I'm the coach, I'm setting the boy down. I'm setting the man down. I'm saying, look, you're a freaking graduate. You're a freaking genius. You're a quarterback at the University of Georgia. I need you to get your ass out of there, and I need you to perform. Right. Yeah. But they're in a the quarterback controversy, because just like any other situation that like any other team – you're the starter. If you go out there and have a half like that again, I'm sitting here assing.
6: Because,
7: mm-hmm. I mean, everybody's saying, oh, yeah, that's great. You know, he turned it on in the second half, 11 a 14. But, right. I mean, there's only like one or two teams on the schedule that we can afford to have a half like that against. And we right. just play them. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, who has it, a Southern? I mean, we, you know, we might could afford a half like that against Southern. Well we can't this week,
1: right, well, tell me this, do you think South Carolina's defense is that much better than Vanderbilt's? Just yeah, well, I think Vanderbilts is better, okay,
7: that's what I was about to say.
1: Maybe I think hat- South Carolina's or...
7: offense is better. South Carolina's is probably maybe a little more athletic, yeah, I would say I but as far as overall defense and like the concepts and and the whole not I, th- I think Vanderbilt's is tougher to be honest,
1: yeah, yeah I think uh, i I think. You know, at least coming into it on paper, I think Mason is is probably one of the better defensive coordinators, even though he's the head coach, but he is the coordinator for the defense. He'll be the best – one of the best coordinators we face, you know, top four or so on the schedule all year.
7: Yeah, I mean, he he always has a tough defense. And, and you know, I mean, they bring a lot of the guys that are underrated, you know, I mean. Right. Oh, like the linebacker, Nigel. Nigel, like Bowden. Nigel Bowden. Yeah.
5: He was oh, one he of those did.
7: where, you know, he didn't do the count circuit a lot, blah, 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 whatever. You know, he had the size, had the speed. He just didn't market himself, basically. Right. And so, I mean, he picked up so many players like that and then put a defense coordinator like Mason in there. I mean, that's a, that's a tough defense. They're going to hold some people. hmm I mean, look, I look at it this way. We played Louisiana Monroe and Vanderbilt. And they've played Western Kentucky and UGA. Mm-hmm. I mean, they held Western Kentucky to 14. Right. For 31. But then one of those was defense, one of those was special teams. Right. Well, I mean, they failed both of us to what we failed Louisiana, Monroe, and Vanderbilt to. Right. If you think about it.
2: Yeah, I'd like, you know
1: now we did leave some points on the board, too, between, you know, six points that Morgan
3: missed. and.
7: Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we did, but, I mean, right. I mean that's part of it. I'm just saying. Right. I mean, there, there's, some, there's some little slouch defense that we just went against.
1: Right. And, I mean, because yardage-wise, we were able to move. Well, That that's the thing. It's not like they were being even really slowed, if you want to know the truth of it. It was all – I think
6: I think we
1: I think we were talking after the game Saturday, and and I said I think we maybe ran ten different plays Saturday, and you were like, if if that?
7: Oh yeah, maybe. Oh my God.
1: So I mean, you know, they had the little, you know, the almost a, it looked like a, a QB read type play or, or uh, out of the shotgun, but it was other than the the touchdown run that Lambert had. I wouldn't even really make that a QB read. I think it was just a <laughs> – I don't think he was doing much reading on that play. He was just saying, here you go, Nick. Here you go, Sony. Take the ball.
7: Um, well, all that kind of goes you know hand in hand, too. I mean, if your quarterback's over 7 in the first half, you're not going to open up the playbook. Right, right. Or over whatever he was in the first half. I mean, you, you can open up the playbook.
1: Right. Um. Oh, we got a someone calling from Utah. Let's see what we got here. They may just be listening, but we want to bring him on and see. Oh, how, how many guys do you have out in Utah? Uh, oh, I don't know how many. Do we, what's going on? How are you doing?
0: Just one, Dan seven six five.
1: What's going on, man?
0: Not much. How are you guys doing?
1: Good, good. Just talking a little, little Georgia football, man.
7: All right, dude, I, I, like that, I like knew that. That, dude, that was when he said Utah.
0: I'm the <laughs> only one out here,
7: right? Man, said, one we we got to we got to get blue on here too they sound just alike
6: ah <laughs> oh, that's I interesting
1: maybe uh john from provo i think is another georgia fan that's in utah that might be it
0: john from provo
1: you you and him no i'm just kidding ah
0: uh, interesting
1: <laughs> uh, so tell us uh we've been kind of going over the offense a little bit uh uh-huh. you know is there is there trouble in, in paradise or is there uh. Yeah, I, I no, no, no. I, I,
0: I'm a little bit concerned. I'm not worried just yet, but I'm a bit concerned. I, 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 you know, I need to see more. Uh, two games is not much of a sample size. I need to see more from, uh, from Lambert to, to, you know, give a, uh, an accurate reading, I guess, on him. And I, I think we'll see that uh, against South Carolina. I'm hoping that Shadi opens up the, the playbook a little bit, let him, you know, get settled at the beginning of the game, establish the run. Um, and then we can get a good uh gauge on how how Lambert is if he's not doing well by by halftime I'd say put Ramsey in you know yeah. you guys know I'm on 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 I'm on the Lambert train um but hey right. if he's not doing well by the second half put put Ramsey in see what you can do
1: i mean it's 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 odd because like i said you, you it sounded like i mean i don't know how much of it was just coach speak or how much of it was just the coach's <laughs> trying to instill confidence into the kid or
3: but
1: uh-huh. I felt I felt like they were very confident in Grayson coming into the season.
3: So
0: well, and the thing are. is when you look read the practice reports from twenty four seven or from Dog Nation, they're always saying that, Oh, Lambert looked sharp today, Lambert looked good today, blah, blah, blah. I mean, is he one of these guys that, you know, thrives during practice, but when he gets in the game situation he starts to fall apart? I don't know, but, uh, you know, all the practice reports said he he does well, he's sharp, he's accurate, you know, he's got a strong arm and whatnot. Cause now, I mean,
1: you know, I think most of us have all played sports, you know, at one time or another. And, but when you're in a practice situation, you kind of, you're a little more aware of what the, you know, you're yeah. looking at on the, on the defense. It's, it's a controlled seeing. environment. Right. Um, Throwing it Let's hope. Yeah. Let's hope that, uh, it's going to kick in. And, you know, I haven't gone back and looked up anything at Virginia. Like, you know, was he a, you know, real strong practice quarterback at Virginia? And then, you know, we kind of seen some of the results at Virginia in the games. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I'm, I'm I'm certainly hoping that's not the case. You know, kind of a, a practice star kind of thing. But like you said, I think we're a little too far or too soon into it to, to really make a yeah. strong strong judgment either way but exactly all right
0: i'll talk to you back tomorrow online all right
1: buddy have a good right,
3: day thanks, thanks for calling
4: i posted on the blog i think yesterday or the day before i don't remember what it was but i went back and looked at an article about the same time last year um i think it was the, the second or third week of the season and you know, the fans were down on Mason for not, you know, not us not throwing the ball enough and it was basically the exact same story. Um mm-hmm. and the the key phrase from that entire week leading into the next game was we're gonna let it rip. Let it rip, let it rip. Right. What are we hearing this week? The same thing. Let it rip, yeah. let it rip, let it rip. Um but, you know, I think Mason did settle in to the offense a little bit after that last year. especially going into I guess going into October, um, we at least got it got the passing game going somewhat. Um but yeah, I mean it it's it's almost the same story over again as as how we started the season last year, just real vanilla. Um but, you know, we've got a different off- offensive coordinator. Rick kinda took took the blame for some of it and we'll see if he if he lets them open it up Open it up this week, right? Well, it's it's too
7: early to tell. It really is.
1: Yeah.
4: Tell me this would
1: would everybody feel a lot better? Would would you would you you know, considering the two teams that we played, you know, maybe even, I mean, I I guess you've gotta say Vanderbilt, but would everybody feel a lot better if we had scored seventy in both games like Ole Miss has done? And is, is that why so many people are now looking at Ole Miss to actually they're actually favored? 55% 55 percent chance to win in Tuscaloosa Saturday, which we can do <clears throat> predictions later if y'all want. But um, I'm not necessarily buying it myself. Do, I mean, are you? Are, would everybody be, you know, thinking, "Oh my God, this is the best Georgia offense ever"? If, if we would have ran up 70 on both, you know, like a Louisiana Monroe and 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 Vanderbilt, like Ole Miss did against who was it? North. Who did they play that first game? Oh, uh, Tennessee Martin and yeah, and Fresno. That is a long way away from the Fresno that that challenged Southern Cal a few years back.
4: hmm I think honestly, if we played, if we were to play Vandy at home this year, if we had played Vandy at home last week, I think we would have thrown it around a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um. You got a first year quarterback, not not a true first year quarterback, but a first year quarterback in your system playing his first SEC road game against a pretty formidable defense. I mean, it's still Vandy, yes, but they're they're well coached on the defensive side of the ball. Mm -hmm. Things start things start going bad on the road with a quarterback like that. You can get in trouble in a hurry. Yeah, Um, and then you may not. Right, and then then you then you might lose it for the season. Then you got a team like Ole Miss that are that's running up seventy points on everybody. What what happens if they go into Bryant Denny this week and just get shut down, um, and get embarrassed? That team is right. goes from being on top of the world at the highest high you can possibly have to the lowest low. Then you got to build them back up again. I think yeah. we're starting out the season on the right note, keeping it consistent, and you know building it up a little bit more each week until you get to the end and you're peaking at the end at the right time. Um, I think you got yeah. you kind of got to control the outcome of the season early um and not not build your guys up too 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 much. Right. Uh right, we
1: got another caller. Let's see who we have here. Field Street Forum Radio, who do we have? Uh this
8: is Stud Dog.
1: Hey, what's up, man? <laughs> this
8: is blue, man. What are you doing?
1: I couldn't hear what you're I saw somebody, dog. I couldn't hear you. <laughs>
8: Damn, I thought it was Butch Jones calling in,
7: man. Butch <laughs> 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 Man, you, you should have done, done the granny voice. Oh, baby. <laughs> I
8: thought
7: he, I thought it was the pizza guy.
6: Hey,
8: baby. Scooter. <laughs> Scooter. Uh, is everybody still whining about this game?
6: <laughs>
8: yeah, we're getting out of the system. man. It's what we're here for. I don't get why everybody's so upset about it. Wasn't that bad. I, mean, I, I was like I said. I, I've been thinking,
1: to, like I said, if, if they would have felt, if they would have felt threatened.
8: That's fans. I mean, coaches are coaching.
1: Yeah. They're, if they, they would have felt are working on
8: they, stuff, they had it under control. We missed two field goals. We still won by seventeen points. We we're zero for seven, in the fr- guy, you know, right? look at Auburn, look at everybody else. I mean, yeah. we won by seventeen could have won by more. I mean, they nobody looked that concerned, right? I mean, and I think I think
1: Brooks had a good. You know, you talked about the stat of, of Georgia has what the fewest. Plays per game or something like that. Is that, what,
8: is that what it was, Brooke?
4: Yeah, we've. I mean, we only ran twenty plays in the first half last week. Um,
8: right.
4: We didn't really of have them much were, of a chunk team. of them
8: were runs. I mean, the ground yeah. game's going to slow right. it down. I mean, you know, coaches, the guys I was talking to Jason earlier in the week on the phone, and you know, people like they ran the same play. You know how many of you play for a coach when you're winning a game and you're not too concerned about losing, they go do it, do it again, do it till you get it right uh-huh. you know they' right. coaching the so- coaches are working on the season, they're working on their personnel, they're learning everything, they're putting stuff in. you know we're fans we want to turn it on and see scores and highlights and you know it's like firework oh, somebody 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 <laughs> took, somebody took our lollipop, you know we didn't get the Ooh, well we got. Those coaches aren't worried about all that.
1: Yeah. Well the good thing is not only run having run what, ten plays or less, <laughs> you don't really give the opponent future opponents much to work on. Yeah, I mean themselves. So I mean I think
8: they're doing stuff in progression, it's a pretty complicated offense. I mean you got a new center, yeah. you got a new quarterback. But you when know.
2: you when you, you
8: when are. you consider
5: yeah.
8: when you consider that they they lost
1: what nine minutes of a of a game to run out the the game. That's a lot of plays there they probably could have run out the clock on mm-hmm. in the first game. This past game you had Isaiah McKenzie return a punt, which doesn't
8: allow you to put together much of a drive. You appreciate the, the score, though. Um, you yeah, had an interception go back in the other. I mean, you know, exactly. there's, there's the opportunities, there's the learning curve, there's the fact that, you know, I don't care who you play. I mean, you're in the SEC. Mm-hmm. Away, mm-hmm. I what absolutely. I, I mean, come on,
3: people.
8: It, absolutely. I mean, and ha- have we have <laughs> again
1: special teams with Morgan? I'm I'm a little concerned about and special teams with the opponent. If I'm an opponent facing Georgia, I don't do anything but hit the damn pooch kick every week, every time.
8: Man, we don't, I don't kick Quav- it. We don't have Quavon back there no more. Double Yeah, it didn't help. week, good. You know, we're good.
1: He couldn't take his face mask. Freaked out with that, apparently, for some reason. They tried to uh, watch
8: the game the year before. They kicked it to the same damn spot that he dropped it right. the other year. But you yeah. notice he wasn't there to catch it.
6: <laughs> Nobody was.
8: <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's. Uh, I just don't. I mean, I understand. Yeah, there was some stuff that didn't look great. I mean, but. Right. It's not worth. It's not worth the craziness that fans have. I mean, the coaches don't think that. The opposing coaches don't think that. I mean, I just don't get it. I mean, it was open.
2: Yeah, 10. I think we'll. So I think like, we'll, we'll.
8: We missed two kicks. The guy can kick. We know he can kick. Nope.
4: you got a defense like we do too. You you, you don't have the same pressure up in the press box as you would if, if you had a, a shaky defense. I mean, we can call a little bit more conservative play, knowing that we're probably going to be able to get off the field when we have to. So, um, mm-hmm.
8: We've got a fan base that if we don't put the Green Bay Packers out beating up this <laughs> <laughs> is a great, shitty game. And, yeah. and I, don't, I don't get the – I mean, we're 2-0. We haven't and been 2-0 and all that often. Mm-hmm. Right. And we tend right. to play Carolina. We get them at home, and like I said, win by one point. You're three and zero. I mean, that's all that matters. Is you got to win. And you know, we don't. I don't think we have a national championship team right now. We might, but I, I mean, come on. Everybody at the beginning of the year said, "Oh, this is a two loss team. This is a three loss team." But then you get emotional, and it's like this does not look like an undefeated team. her Fire the coaches. What did uh What did you guys did you guys
1: all see? Um, trees breakdown of of Lambert and everybody like you said, Blues kind of everybody kind of making a big deal about about nothing really.
8: Well, Lambert Lambert may not end up being the guy. Who knows? But I think mm-hmm. he was, I think he's the guy for the first two games. Or they wouldn't have played him. Yeah, you know he won it in practice for whatever reason. I'm not there. I mean, we gotta. Schottenheimer and Mark Rick know a lot more about it than old me. And, you know, that's who they want to put out there. I mean, they're the ones whose salaries are on the line, not me. I don't get paid if they lose. I don't get paid if they win. I mean, they're going to put who they think is going to do the best. I just just that that takes all the gas out of getting on a blog and bitching and, and arguing and discussing and learning and having fun. But when it comes down to getting emotional about it, I mean, I would say Mark Rick knows more about it than I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, don't know. I, had, I had I had the blonde kid, you know, running the show this year. If someone would ask me, but that was a guess. You know, there was no inside information. I still think he will. It's mm-hmm. just not you quite get,
4: ready. You get quadruple the reps in practice you do in a game. I mean, a hundred times more reps in practice than you do in a game.
7: And as is, soon
4: as – as, it's different. It's very different. But as soon as you come off that practice field, within 15 minutes, the coaches have that film in their hands. They're breaking it down. They're looking to see how how each guy looked. They're grading them. And they're coming at, at the – when it's all said and done, however many thousands of reps later, they determine who looked the best overall. Um, and think, they go with their guy.
8: I'll tell you another thing we got going for us is We've not been this deep into the season, and it's not that deep, but we've never been this deep in the season and still had almost all our horses in the stable. I mean, we've had injuries. We've mm-hmm. had, you know, number one receiver go out. We've, had, I mean, we've had guys fall out from suspensions, you name yep. it. And here we still got everybody there. Everybody's still healthy, you know. Yep. We're, we're going into our first big rivalry game
4: they seem a little weak i when was the last time we had all our horses playing south carolina i mean it, it's, it's got a the, it's
2: the, that spurrier yeah. joke
4: yeah it's got to be 10 15 years ago yeah i mean, it's been a long time i don't think Spurrier's, we have played spurrier at south carolina
8: with all of our horses
4: once since he's been there now
8: don't we could we could go put a big Loaf right in the middle of the field, and, and who knows? But <laughs> you know, from sitting in the peanut gallery, I kind of like where we're sitting.
6: Yeah, hell, yeah. I, I, I don't
8: believe that rank, we're ranks. We should be seventh in the nation, but hell, we're. we're yeah, I think that has more do. to do with nobody
1: else is really. Exactly. You know, separate, you know. Auburn fell. Did well. They won, but they didn't look very good doing it. Um. Oregon lost, so that's somebody else that got dropped out. I think that's more of a product of the of the early polls, which are pretty much nonsense anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, But man, let's talk about something that everybody's got to be ecstatic about: is the way the defenses look these two weeks. How how much fun is it to have a defense that just is aggressive? And I mean,
5: they're wrapping up.
1: They're sure on tackles. they're not confused looking out there. It's it is so much fun to see that defense and have that talent level fit the system. Not quite perfectly yet, but very close to what Pruitt is really wanting in in his defensive players. I mean, mm-hmm. Jenkins was an absolute beast last week. I don't know if anybody in the country could have stopped him the way he was playing last week. <laughs> I mean, unreal. And what is he le- he's leading is he leading the country in uh tackles for loss? Did I see that? He's right, right up there.
4: If he if he isn't leading, he's right up there.
1: Yeah, I mean he is playing fantastic, man. Uh um, he's uh he's leading. Is he okay, I thought I saw that on the he, board he looks different.
8: He looks he just looks a lot more powerful this year than he did last year. It, he like a, a or the, what, quick, the quickness is back, you know? it's like he he's gotten exploit he just looks he looks grown. Yep. You mm-hmm. know, like there is no baby fat left on that kid anymore. But, <laughs> yeah, he's a full blown man. No fatty breads, man. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. People were upset about Thompson. I'm like, Did you see that kid? He's not old enough to vote. I mean right. <laughs> he, he was yeah. physically he was fine. And and I and I think he's pretty sharp. He just you know he's getting banged around by big kids in the line. game. Mm-hmm. He, he's gonna be he's gonna be something. Yep. I mean he was pushing some folks around.
6: Mm-hmm. And again
1: and again you get into a game situation where he's you know ready to get out there and make a you know make a huge play make make an impact or something you know and he gets in there and. Again, it kind of probably goes back to I'm just going to blow through here real quick, you know, run this guy over like I could in high school, and it just it's not like that anymore. He's going to have to learn to maintain his technique, maintain what he's being coached to do by Coach Rocker,
8: you know. Well, it goes to any of the positions, and people don't attribute it to the lineman very often, but, you know, the game has to slow down for, for those guys too. And any time <laughs> yep. he has to think, it slows him a little bit. It slows his reaction. It slows him coming out of his stance. He's thinking, i got to watch this, i got to watch this, and i got to watch this. And that'll become second nature to him, quicker than it, quicker than folks think. And and he'll be an animal. But he's still right. young. I mean, he's still physically young. Oh, yeah. And, you know, the difference between the 18-year-old and the 22-year-old is pretty damn
6: drastic. Mm-hmm. I
8: don't care how much they work out or how big of a freak of nature. They just... Just I have an eighteen year old and that's a smart kid relative to her peers, but they're eighteen
2: right absolutely Forget
8: that they all no doubt they all look like they are age when they put the helmet on, but you know underneath I mean some of them are probably still watching cartoons
6: that.
8: <laughs> I, I do. You're they are Georgia, I mean. I know folks say it, but I think mean, they—they're all that age.
4: hmm I think it also has a lot to do with how our senior defensive linemen have been doing this year and progressing under under Coach Rocker. I mean, Chris Mays looked like an animal out there last week. That guy Sterling all, Bailey. Yeah, Mays and Bailey looked. I mean, they were all over the field. Um, they've been impressive in both games this season. We hadn't really had a need to put a freshman in there yet. Um, to be honest with you,
8: there hasn't been a need to. I'll tell you, some of you guys have been around for, for a few years is, um, I'm really anxious to watch and see how not, not does against our guys. Center for, uh, he was one of the guys I I was trying to get. I think he's pretty decent center. And, uh, I want
4: to see how they do against him. Who's that? Who's their guard? Big
8: old boy. One
4: of them. What was his name? For
1: Carolina? Yeah. Mm hmm.
2: The he got like the, the braided
4: hair or something like that.
2: You know what I'm talking about? Hold on a second. He got one guard who is just massive. I'll look it up. Let's see. Da,
1: da, da, da. When uh, let's see, Corey Helms, Alan Knott, Clayton's I ain't going too for Zach Bailey,
6: Mm-mm.
1: six six three twenty. Donnell
8: Stanley, six four three twenty. Cody Waldrop. Six two three hundred. I think you're thinking about a different team there, Bubba. I might be. It, it might
4: have been. It you're might, think, been it might have been last year. It might have been last year.
8: You're thinking of Avery that plays for Auburn, or Brandon Shell. Shell's a tackle, isn't he? Yeah. And I think yeah, he's I uh, I can't.
4: Remember. It might have been last year. It might have been last year. To be honest with you, um, Can maybe something like that. Oh yeah, he's uh the Jaguars
1: picked him up this year.
4: Okay. He was a, All right. He was a senior. So they I mean they lost a little depth at offensive line, didn't they?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. last year's offensive line for them was probably one of the Pretty best in the conference.
4: Mhm. Yeah. This year I mean it
1: was they'll be good. They're good this year, but I don't think they're quite as deep like you said. Well,
4: from, I from... think we're deeper too on the defensive line this year. I I think this year's defense would not get the ball Run on them for five minutes straight, um, and that got, has a lot to do with just you know having another year in the program under Pruitt. Well, I think he's finally he has, getting his his defense and his on. guys ready to go.
8: Mm-hmm. We got some we got some guys in a two points standing up that those interior guys
6: have their head on a swivel watching them too. Oh yeah.
8: I mean you can't you can't get that extra bump sometimes to help your buddy. You got to pick up one of those maniacs coming through.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's, I'm worried.
8: I'm worried about Farrow though.
2: Yeah, I'm worried Farrah about the and the tight end coverage,
8: I mean, if Louisiana Monroe with that Caesar kid kind of made us look silly a few times. Farrow is the same thing or better.
2: Right. I don't know well, if it's a good the good thing
8: quarterback situation, but what's his name? It, the guy that's going to play against us, Orton. Or Orton? Orth. Orth,
1: yeah, Perry Perry Orth, red shirt junior. Um, I'll say this: if I I wouldn't mind if if it's like the Louisiana Monroe game and and it's only one guy, Farrow Cooper's the only guy that gets
8: a hundred yards and two scores, and that's it. <laughs>
6: I'll,
8: I guess I'll be okay with that as long as we got look. Anybody who's not happy with a win, just any kind of win, I don't care how we get it. Yep. Is, is is not watching – doesn't watch enough football. I mean, right. it looked bad, but it's not like we've had an easy time with these boys over the years.
1: It's like I said, I mean,
8: and this, got nothing this, to pass,
1: this past game was a game that would come down to the last possession or and, – and could go either way, I feel like the way – Things were working out where we weren't getting any break. We weren't getting any breaks, obviously, from the officials. We weren't getting any breaks on, on you know, a quarterback, you know, on fire or anything like that. Had a couple of, you know, couple of, you know, brain farts on, on the kickoff, things like that. So, I mean, and the defense being on the field a lot of, you know, for an extended period of time in previous years, they would have worn down by the end of the game. That defense looked fresh all game long. It was maybe that's maybe that's why Daniel and Vern and Vern thought the backups were in because the defense was, <laughs> was running around just as fast and quick
8: as they were from the from the snap. You know, are you, are you, we've got we got a lot yep. of guys contributing. So I mean, mm-hmm.
4: we've got eighteen out of the out of the twenty five recruits we brought in this year. Eighteen or nineteen of them are defensive players. Rut finally has depth on that defense. He did not. I mean, we didn't have any depth last year. We had a lot of first year starters. We had a lot of holes we were filling, um, and guys learning a brand new a brand new system. This year, we finally have some depth of defense, and that's mm-hmm. that's the difference between us getting worn down in the fourth quarter and us not getting worn down in the fourth quarter. Um, it makes a world of difference. So. <laughs> that definitely showed up Saturday. It definitely did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: But but yeah. But don't you guys think that was a that was a game that would have been, like I said, just a, a one possession game that that could have gone either way in previous years. I mean, mm-hmm. it was just one of those games where you just they couldn't get out of their own way kind of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. And then finally, just stepped up and, and took care of business.
4: I tell you, I got the same type feeling about this game Saturday as I kind of did about Tennessee last year. In a sense,
5: it's just—it's
4: a game we know it's going to be a battle. We know it's going to be close, and they've got good players. We got good players, but I think—I think when it comes down to it, our depth and our—you know—we'll—we'll we'll take care of business on the defensive side of the ball. Um, when when Tennessee put that backup quarterback in last year. We knocked their first, their starter out. I mean, we pinned our ears back and came after that kid, and yeah. I thought we killed him. I thought we killed that kid a couple times. I really did. Um, I think you might see the same type of game plan with this fourth kid coming in for South Carolina on Saturday. Just pin our ears back and let's you know let's knock this kid off his feet a few times. And, you know, see how he responds.
8: Um, well, I like how the schedule sits. We're at home. We don't nope. have a. SEC game behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Alabama's still two weeks away. I'm sure they've done plenty of prep for Alabama throughout mm-hmm. the spring. They get to play, focus on nothing but Carolina, get through it, go beat this team next week, and go into the Alabama game undefeated and have all those recruits there and pull one out of your hat. It's the following week against Tennessee, Makes me nervous. Y'all laughed at me when I said Tennessee could come in there undefeated, and they damn near pulled that off. Now, yep, I did. Their coach, their coach screwed it, screwed it up. I said we'll beat Vanderbilt by fourteen, and we'll we'll meet Tennessee undefeated. And they're like, "No way, they run through it." Florida looks like crap. You saw what happened to Arkansas. They said well, Arkansas is better. No, they're not. We're better, but we're young. So if we can grow up by the time we get to Alabama and not have a brain fart against Tennessee, it could get exciting. Mm-hmm. Right.
2: Tennessee, Tennessee is physically better than they were last year. I don't care if people agree with me or not. I'm convinced if I delay my cash now. Um, I'm, I'm well, I,
1: sure. I mean, before we get into Tennessee, I will say – I think they may have more talent, but I think, I think they've really taken a big hit since we were originally looking at that game. Even by losing Majit. and they've lost what you know before the season started got going. They lost another offensive lineman, and I think they've taken a big hit on their depth too. So,
8: but they as had, long as they, we can... they had Oklahoma beat. They physically were hanging with Oklahoma.
6: Mm-hmm.
8: I mean, there was there was. You know, there was, if you'd have changed their jerseys at halftime, you'd have said, see, I told you so. But you don't get it the other way because we're fans. But if you think Tennessee is better than they were in the last few years, it's come, it's been kind of spooky. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm not saying I think they beat us, but that's one that makes me nervous. If
6: you mm-hmm. lose Alabama, they're better.
8: everybody's going to freak I'm, out, but you lose to Tennessee and it's fire the coaches again.
4: I, I think they're better this year. I think they're still a. They might still be a year away. I don't think they have the depth that we do, um, especially on the defensive side of the ball, and that I just, that could make the difference.
8: I think they've got depth. I don't think they're as good physically on defense as we are, but their depth issues are the same as us. They're full of young kids.
6: Mhm. Well,
8: let's bring it back to uh,
1: South Carolina for now. Um, how do you guys feel about South Carolina coming off of a loss? Would you have rather seen them win last week, or do you feel like it will help give Georgia an advantage for South Carolina to lose, maybe give them some doubts about you know where they, where they are as a program right now? Or do you feel like it fires them up and say, nope, we're not going to lose again kind of thing?
8: I think if they came in with a win and we hit them in the mouth, we'd get a full game. Um, but they've got really nothing to lose. There's no telling what they'll do. Um, mm-hmm. but if you get them down by 14 points, they may quit. I don't know. Say, oh, we're going to be 0 and 3, and their whole fan base and everybody else is, oh, this is terrible, this is terrible. But if they were 1 and 1 coming in, or whatever, what are they? 1 and 1 or 0 and 2? I can't remember.
2: They're yeah, 1 they're and 1. one. Should they're be 0 and 2.
8: They could be. They could come if you know, if they are coming in two and oh and were down, you know, it's the dog fight you always get. I don't who knows what's gonna happen. That's second string quarterback, I don't know if he, how he's gonna do. And I don't know how our quarterback's gonna do.
4: Yeah. Well I'll tell you, their second string quarterback looked better than their first string quarterback when he came in last week. Um He did I, I would I would almost rather play their first string quarterback in some sense. Well
8: that's I mean he looked he looked
4: like a little kid.
8: Their fans he really did that about us too. Probably. Um,
4: he's
1: a
8: fourth. Yeah, he's looked
1: pretty solid coming in. He is a walk-on now. so
4: Yeah, I mean, but he looked better than Mitch. I mean, he really did. I mean, physically he looked better. It seemed like he had a better head on his shoulders. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't okay,
8: think. I'll tell you, Dre, what's encouraging, though, is is they didn't look very strong against the run, and, and, and that's what we've got. And we can right. just keep hammering backs in there. Yeah, I mean, you can run it down through two, three strings. And if Terman gets to play, I mean, that gives you four or five guys you can just keep feeding mm-hmm. the ball to. And hopefully mm-hmm. you just grind them down.
1: Yeah, I think the big thing is if Georgia can still – play very solid run defense like they have. I mean, like you're saying, run the ball and stop the run. That, that wins a lot of ball games. But that's a big key because Wild is a guy that can that can get going a little bit. But, you know, he's one of their main – other than, obviously, Farrow, they they depend a lot on, on Brandon Wild. And he's a
8: big kid, man. He, he's made good plays before.
4: Wild but beat us last year, didn't he?
8: Yeah. Yeah. would not him? If you put the pressure on them to score with their arm
6: yeah. and
8: have to score every time or almost every time, you know they didn't do so well in the red zone against Kentucky. They had to kick. Mm-hmm. Um, they took some field goals out of there. We missed ours, I like, grant it, but if we can get in the if we can go in with sevens and do it with a run and do it pretty frequently and eat up a bunch of clock, give them a long field yeah and you know, a little bit of time with a backup quarterback and one receiver. And just go after him and be ready to give up the big one. I think I think you could get it could get fun, like Absolutely. Clemson. last you know when when they went after him. Mm-hmm. It could it could rotate pretty quick, but if you can't do that, then I don't know. Yeah. So, if, if you're Pruitt, do
1: you come into this game looking to make or read the defense a lot more and throw into coverage, or do you? Do you blitz him heavily to start with or what what is your plan of attack to start with?
4: Well you're playing Steve Spurrier, so you got to you gotta take what yeah. he gives you on right. the first second down and then on third down you gotta get after his ass and try and get the quarterback. Mm-hmm. That's that's how you beat a Steve Spurrier team?
8: I think but, yeah. yeah, I think you're semi conservative early in the first quarter, but if you get a lead the like, slight if you if you get ten, fourteen points up I think you mm-hmm. put your ears back, and and you just oh yes stereo up and get the crowd crazy, and 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 just rotate those guys and send them like missiles.
4: You got the win first and second down maybe, against maybe, against South Carolina. Yeah, first second down or its first
8: read immediately, and I don't yeah, I think if, it.
1: But I still think if you load up and stop the run, and make make them one dimensional and put the game in in the back up quarterbacks hands. I think that's that'll that'll go a long way towards helping Georgia win this game. But
8: you if you can keep him with less than three to throw. Yeah. You, you might be okay. It's somebody get somebody gets in Farrow's pocket so he just can't hit the quick just throw it to Farrow's direction. I mean mm-hmm. I, I think, think Davis he can, can do that to the second or third read that fast. Maybe he can
4: I think you take Aaron Davis and you put him you put him on Farrow Cooper. The entire game, um, you make sure he shadows him wherever he goes, and mm-hmm. do not let off. Um, as far as the secondary is concerned, you play you play a little bit conservative back there. Like I said, on early downs, um, take you know, kind of take whatever they give you, and if you can get them in third and medium and third and long, you come after it. You absolutely come after. Them. But it you know you you got to take Pharaoh out of the game, and you got to take that big old tight end out of the game because yeah. You, We'll eat you alive. So those two—that's oh, that's their two top targets.
1: They destroyed us last year in the game with that, you know, about the mid-range game, basically to the tight end right in the middle, you know, about mm-hmm. fifteen but, yards downfield and, and right yep. in between, in between the hashes. It was that was that tight end's
8: area. He he owned that area of the field all the way up and down. We had the, yeah, yeah the twenty yard over the middle, and but we had that problem with everybody.
4: Yep, we did. We did. Our inside linebackers could not cover tight ends last they year.
8: Not,
4: yeah, but it around. was it
8: was much more
1: magnified in that South Carolina game it last was. year, I think.
8: But how many but balls the how many balls went six inches to the left or right of the back of our linebackers' helmet? Right. So. Right,
4: right. <laughs> but you've got a guy in Jake Gaines, he's I mean Gaines is six three, two hundred and fifty, two hundred and sixty pounds, but he's a converted safety. I mean mm-hmm. he can run. He can cover. At the linebacker position, he had what two picks last week? One pick, um, and then on, yeah. the, on the side, I mean, you've got a thumper, but you've got you've got enough depth at that position that that has speed and coverage skills that you can bring in if you're getting beat. So, here's I don't know I think I think I th- I really do think the depth will help us again in this type of game because if you got a linebacker who's getting beat, you can you can get him out of the game and you can put Roquan R- R- Smith in. You can put one of your one of your bigger safeties in the game, and get somebody in his face. We couldn't do that last year. How, how
1: about how about this, Brooks? Let's put uh, let's let Leonard Floyd cover him like he was covering the wide receiver downfield. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, standard. You can do that. You can, put, you can put Floyd on him to cover him, and and then you still got Carter and Jenkins and Bellamy. Yep.
8: To rush the passer from 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 the front of the line from the front. Mm-hmm. Did Cardie injected mean, in the first half or the second
4: half? First.
8: Okay, cool.
4: Yeah, He's yeah, yeah, it's it's good thing. to go. He's good,
8: good to go. go. And let's hope that the
1: officials will realize whose hands are in whose face mask this week. That would be nice. <laughs> yeah,
8: really.
4: <laughs> Watch us get the same crew. Oh, my God.
8: We're not eighty. If we get, I hope we do because they owe us one. No, <laughs> I was just about to say.
4: There you go. <laughs>
1: My God, that that may have been one of the top ten worst penalties I've ever seen called in my life. I
4: don't know. Hubert's done it to us a few times. Yeah. and I think That's one version that, I do not about, want to see.
1: And about half of that top ten has happened in Nashville for some reason. I don't know why. But, no.
4: uh, <laughs> it has. <laughs> it's, it's weird. You know the crazy part to me is, Isn't this the year that they're experimenting or every game now has eight referees instead of seven?
2: Yeah, yeah, they've
4: had to prevent stupid crap like that. I I just don't
1: understand what the official was looking at.
4: I don't he he was looking right at
1: it. it. A he was being held, B the the lineman had his hands in Leonard's face mask and he gets called for the penalty for hands to the face. I, I it was, Maybe that's it was just
4: a-, a problem when you got linebackers that are so fast and so nasty that the refs can't can't keep up with what they're doing. I don't know. I
1: guess, but it was it was baffling to me how that was called, man.
4: But I do think the the Southeastern Conference has got to put some. They've got to invest some time and some money into these
1: referees
4: in the next few years. They've been historically horrible, and now you've got all this money that we're spending on. The, on the SEC right now. You've got everything at stake pumping this conference up, and you've probably got the worst officiating in all of college football. Yeah. How does that work?
8: Jason and I were talking about that call. You know, the mm-hmm. guy that was blocking at 74, and I swear yeah. the guy told him, hand to the face, number 74, and he heard 84, and he turned around and called it on us, and nobody fixed it. <laughs> yep, so, and they were all too proud that the, you know, or just didn't catch it.
4: Mm-hmm.
8: they'd have fixed it if they knew, obviously. But I swear that's what it looked like happened. I agree with you. Keep the wheel. Who knows? Well,
2: you're listening so to Field Forum Radio.
1: We have, uh, we also, we're going to have, uh, Brooks, you'll probably be happy to hear about this. We've got a young man, Mr. Zay Brown, calling us tonight as well. Uh, He's a safety out of Clark Central. Uh oh. Teammate, local player Daniel. Yeah, man. There we go. We'll uh, we'll have him joining us here in the next few minutes. We'll chat with him for a little bit. Um. Big. uh, Some big big games this weekend, guys. How, How about uh? All around the SEC, all around the country, really.
8: Was there any game? other games? Only, only one kinda... game
1: at my house, brother. Oh, I know. <laughs> All the rest is just uh, appetizers, man. Appetizers and dessert after the game. What time uh, is kickoff, by the way?
3: Five. Six o'clock.
2: Six o'clock, Yep. Yeah. Five o'clock my yeah, time.
1: <laughs> yeah, you, you central guys, man. What's up with that? Yep. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I, I would like to... It would sure be nice to have a, a, a relaxing, dominant win this weekend, but, but we'll see how it goes. Um, got a caller calling in. Let's see who we have here. Uh, Zay, Field Street Forum Radio, who do we have? Zay Bar. Hey, Zay, what's going on, man? Hey, what's up? Appreciate you joining us tonight. This is... Uh, Thank you for calling Field Street Form Radio. This is the Real Dre. I was talking to you a little bit on Twitter. Got uh, Mike Brooks joining us. He's a he's you and him might hit it off, man. He is a uh, one of our secondary gurus, man. So y'all 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 can probably talk a little shop. Uh, come on, Zach. Hey, <laughs> I'm glad to have you. And then uh, Jason Harry is also joining us tonight. He, I think you and him are talking a little bit as well on, on Twitter. Alright. Zay, appreciate you joining. Zay Brown is a uh six one, three, three pound safety out of Clark Central in Athens, Jordan.
3: Uh, Zay, tell us a little bit how how's first off, how's your season going so far? Uh um my season's going uh very good right now. I'm mm-hmm. leading the team of tackles. Uh, um okay. unfortunately a lot of turnovers. Okay. Getting uh mm-hmm. Some interceptions? Are you forcing fumbles or what? Um, I got four interceptions on the season. I got two forced fumbles of kickoffs. Okay.
1: Nice, man. Nice. Great. Good start to the year. Got to keep it going. Uh, Um, Tell us a little bit. Now, we're we're kind of a recruiting-based show. What what schools are you hearing from the most right now? (laughs)
3: Um, uh, I'm hearing mostly from, um, uh, I heard from Wisconsin. i have been hearing from them, um, uh, uh, Purdue the most right now. <laughs> All right. Good to hear, man. Uh, who, who was your first offer? Uh, I, I haven't have I haven't got an offer yet. Can't got one yet. Okay. Well, that'll be coming cause I've, I was reading up
1: and checking out your huddle film and everything. And, um, uh, Looks like you definitely don't you don't shy away from contact, man. Is that is that feel like you feel like that's a strength that you have that you you don't mind bringing the lumber when you need to? Oh uh, yeah, I mean that's a
3: um, that's a good strength because being a safety you have to um, it's fast first, but you still have to come up in the box to make tackles.
2: Depending mm-hmm. on
3: what safety you play,
2: right,
3: right. Yeah, that's kind of
1: the thing on safety. You know, you already talked about the turnovers, but uh, I also saw you were able to. To drop back into cover drill well too. Oh,
3: yeah, um, they they teach us to read our keys, so I just try to read the keys and um, uh, drop back and just intercept the ball. Right. Now,
1: as a safety, what what's your what's your preference? Do you, do you like to break up a
3: pass on a receiver across the middle, or do you like to go ahead and snag the interception? What, what would be your preference? Um, I. I would like to intercept the ball if I can't get there. Um oh. I'd rather lay the hit on him so he'll know like I was right there instead of like just breaking up the pass.
1: <laughs> there you go. Now you you were at uh, Clark Central in Athens. Now you got a, a teammate there, Jaquay Daniels. What's uh what what's it like going up against a, a running back like him? Did y'all have any battles in practice?
3: Oh, yeah, we have, we have a lot of battles. That's actually, like, um, we're very close. Um, yeah, they make sure we go up against each other because they know how close we are, and we're uh, probably the most two athletic guys on the team. So uh, they get the team going once we start hitting each other. So we yeah, just try to do that at practice. <laughs> All right, now. Who's gotten the better of each other so far? <laughs> Um, it kind of in real one practice, he got the best of me the whole practice. Uh, but, but like the day we, um, it was it was like kind of down the middle. I got you. I got you. <laughs> Good to hear. Hey, that's dude, Are
6: make
3: you play? playing?
4: Are you playing both sides of the ball this year? Or are you just strictly playing safety this year?
3: Um, they they got me moving around. Like, I got some plays at quarterback. Um, I got a couple screen passes. They try, they try to get the ball in my hand. So I can make
4: Absolutely. But you think safety's where you're gonna play at the next level? Yes sir. on it's fitting in the play. Mm-hmm. Good deal. Good deal. Well I like your hands. I definitely like your hands. Um you know, converted wide receivers or safeties that can play wide receiver in high school, they always they always do well at the next level because they can catch the they can catch the ball. Um right. and that's a lot of defensive coordinators, you know, they want that out of their players. So, that's good to know that you're versatile like that and can uh, do all that. So mm-hmm. Now, how often,
1: you know, being in Athens, how often do you get over to, to Georgia to, you know, just visit campus and, and talk to players, talk to coaches, things like that? Um,
3: I usually go, like, every home game. I usually go over and visit, but, like, probably talking to players, um, I talked to Dave. Um we we really we checked a lot. Okay. There you go. Um you heading over this Saturday? Uh um yeah, I'm going over this Saturday. Cool, cool. I mean now I did see
1: you had a really good showing at the uh at Georgia's seven on seven camp this past summer and really kinda opened some people's eyes, I think. Oh yes, sir. Is that kind of when when you started getting more more interest from the other
3: schools, or was it before that? Um, I think they really like got other schools after me because before um, uh, I really wasn't hearing from anyone. But now, like uh-huh. every day, I'm getting like a lot of mail from a lot of different schools. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Now, if you if you had a
1: if you could pick a school right now, do you, do you have a school of mine that you would like to go to. Would you I mean would you like to stay at home being in Athens and, and go to Georgia
3: or if that could work out or are you Oh um, to... sure that would work out but if not I I would want to go um somewhere like far but close, like two hours away so like my family can come to the games and stuff. Right.
1: Yeah well, always good to keep the family keep the family close by. Now, at, at that seven-on-seven, seven, do you do you kind of feel like, or in a big game or anything when you when you guys have a big game at Clark Central? Y'all probably have a lot of them at Clark Central, but do you kind of feel like you elevate your game, you know, with the, with the bigger and better competition going on, or you just feel like you try to play your best all the time?
3: Um, Yeah, I, I think um I feed into the game because, I'm like, we going to again top recruits, uh, mm-hmm. either they talk and jump or, like, either they, like, doing something good so we have to match their um, we have to match their talent. So right. we just we just try to like go hard and match their competition or whatever they're doing. So they usually like give me the heads up before the because in one month you can really tell if they're gonna talk or not because they will be looking at you and talking junk, calling your name and all <laughs> that. <laughs> That's part of the game, isn't it? Got it yes, sir.
1: Now, how about you? Do you do you like to talk talk a little noise, or do you just let your let your play do
3: the talking? Hey, I like to talk because I don't want a no boring game. I want I want the other <laughs> team to be in it also. So like, Trey, you know, what kind of question the...
4: is that? Some more <laughs> plays in the secondary. <laughs> it's in yeah, I like to talk. <laughs> <laughs>
3: but, but like I tell them, when they're gonna talk. They gotta back it up because I will back up my talk. Oh yeah!
1: Oh yeah! <laughs> Now, tell me playing
4: more, uh, oh go ahead. Go ahead, Mike. I was gonna ask, I mean, do you see yourself you're you what, six six foot, six one right now, hundred and ninety pounds? I mean, you're pretty big for a for a junior. Are you thinking potentially a position change down the line? Are you um are you thinking maybe strong safety, free safety? Anybody talking uh, to you about where where they see you fitting in fitting in their scheme?
3: Um, I'm, actually, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to get at least, like, 200 before my senior season. But um, this year, I've been playing a little linebacker, too. So, yeah. they move they moved me around the field on defense. Uh, no coaches haven't talked to me
4: about, like, if they want me to play strong or free safety, but I've been playing both all season. Yeah, I've seen you closer to the line of scrimmage, definitely, a little bit last year and this year, too, so. That'll be, that'll be good. You want to be as versatile as you can be, um, you know, to help you get noticed. I mean, if you're, if a coach is trying to choose between one kid who who just plays one position, and he's trying to choose between you and another guy that can play multiple positions, he might take somebody that can take that can play three, four, or five different different positions that he can put anywhere. So uh,
5: definitely, uh, yeah.
4: definitely learn as many roles as you can. <clears throat>
5: mm-hmm. It
4: will help you out. Uh, All yeah.
1: right. How about on? Do uh, you like the place? You, you mentioned the you had two forced fumbles on on kickoffs. So is that a is that a strength that you feel like you can bring to the next level too? Is playing uh, special.
3: Teams? All right. Yeah. So the coaches I always tell us um, college coaches love stretch team players who can run down the field and then, like blow somebody up. And that's what I do. I use my feet to beat everyone down the field for even the front. Line or either second line. I can turn around. I'm already passing, and I'm making returning turn to like trying to knock his head off.
4: Set the tone. That's where you set the tone right there. Yep. Yes, sir.
1: Now, how about your uh, your season this year? You guys as a team. Are you, what big games do you guys have coming up? Have you played your rival yet, or how many uh, rivals do you guys have? Um,
3: our our cross town rival CB shows we just beat them twenty nine zero. Um, that's why I had my fourth fumble on the opening of kick off, and we scored oh, nice. on it. So I think that set the tempo for the game. And I also had two interceptions. There you go, a couple I and a couple big hits. There you go. There you go.
4: That's awesome. Yeah, with, that is awesome.
1: With the cross town rivalry like that, you guys pretty much all. You know a lot of the players on on both sides of the field, so you like playing that way. Like to oh, yeah. be able to talk a little more.
3: <laughs> yeah, um, cause we we all got each other's you numbers, know, so through the week we all talking jump about what we're gonna do and all that. Um, they make they making more fun, cause afterwards we actually can like go over there and talk jump to him and hang out and all that. <laughs> it's, it's nice to have the bragging rights for a whole a whole year now.
1: <laughs> got to make sure you maintain them though next year. Mm-hmm. Oh
2: yeah. So what's
4: what's y'all's record right now, and
1: where do you um, see your
4: season ending up?
3: We're we're one to two right now. We're one and one in the region. Um, we got another region game coming up this week at Salem. Um, I expect I'm hoping we um, win out and have a good. Have a good season for the playoff.
6: Mhm. No, they, they
1: go. There you go. Are they five are they A now or six A? Yeah,
3: with with five A.
1: Okay. All right. What do you think about that? Uh, have you heard about them talking about the uh, the power conference or that they're starting the power level that they are starting classification? I guess that they're talking about
3: doing in in Georgia. Oh yeah, um, my friend Rashawn had told me. He said something about um, school's supposed to be moving up a class or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I I ain't, I haven't heard like a lot about it. I just remember him telling me about it. But next year here, yeah. like we could possibly be six. A, yeah,
1: yeah. I think everybody's pretty much going to possibly move up a move up a level. Basically, it's basically just the way what Mike do get like the Camden's and the a lot of the Atlanta schools and the mm-hmm. the, the mega schools basically put them on in one classification and then
4: uh Yep. That's what they did in Alabama last year, the year before last. They uh, uh they created the Super Six or I forget what it's called. Jason probably knows more about it than I do. Um but yeah they put the Hoovers and the the uh the clay chocolate's and all of them in one in the uh in in one division and they kinda of Basically, you had a you had the top six teams up at the up at the very top that were competing. Um, but just evens out evens out the playing field a little bit and mm-hmm. gives everybody a chance, I guess. I mean, I, I don't know, but um, it's worked out pretty good in Alabama so far. <clears throat> right. yeah. yeah, I'm looking forward to it.
1: <clears throat> yeah.
4: Tell me this, uh, Zay.
1: You, uh, what do you feel like if you were talking to sure. a to a college or a recruiter, what what are the strengths that you feel like you, you bring to their program?
3: Um, number one, my um, specialty Um, I think I'm a good, versatile guy. Um, I'm a vocal player. I like to talk, so communication is big on the field. Um, mm-hmm. I like to come up and make it talk, and, and I can actually play, like, corner and so because I've been working on my like, coverage skills. So my footwork had gotten better. So I really can play all over the field. Gotcha.
5: Good to hear.
1: Now I mentioned that seven on seven earlier. How much? How much? How many of those do you guys go to? Or do you guys do like one or two each summer? Or and also how, how much? How much do you think
3: that's helped your game as well? Um, I think we do like four or five each summer. And they help out um because uh, we have like we either have a new group coming in, or like we got veterans on the team that've been there for years, and we just going up against other competition. And they really should, like show off their speed, because no pads on, so it's like you really you actually gotta watch the players instead of like you can't read no keys, so you just gotta keep your head on the swivel and find the ball. Gotcha. All
1: right, that's good. Um, now do you have a you know, I know you got a, a full year, you're only a junior, so do you but do you have a, like a, a major in mind for
3: college whenever you get there? What something that looks to look forward to? I don't know um for a school they got a mechanic engineer. Okay. Man, that's Softy
1: goals, there, man. That's 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 a tough that's a tough major there. I <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> uh, What what kind of characteristics are are you looking for in a in a school that you want to have that you go that you ultimately end up
3: choosing? Um, I wanted. To, I I really don't know right now. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay no worry
1: just like i said you got you got plenty of time to you know you'll kind of get a good feeling about a place or or you'll you know, you'll see different facilities that you you know you'll you'll enjoy having around and everything and, and academics and strength and conditioning programs things like that that are really right. fit fit the bill that you want to do you know okay mm-hmm. Now, if you, had, like you said you wanted to go about no more than about two hours away, uh, would you kind of, you know, would you you prefer to stay in-state at all? Or, you know, because Georgia's a big state, so, that, you know, that might put you over possibly over into South Carolina or up north to Tennessee.
3: Would that be okay yeah. with you go out-of-state? Uh, yeah, in, in the, uh going out-of-state is not like too, too far. Where I know I'm like alone, I'm by myself. I ain't no way like family can come or anything.
1: Right, right.
3: No worries, no worries.
1: I think you'll have plenty of folks coming, coming and talking to you before
2: before the season's over with.
1: How um, now? What do you tell me a little bit? What do you uh, What do you like to do away from the football field?
3: Um, I like to chill with friends and play the game or either I'm getting my wrist going sleeping a lot. <laughs> um, uh, I watch a lot of film on on um, Teams. So really it's like I have to away from the field on weekends or something I'm doing homework and then mm-hmm. I'm watching the film or you know just going to sleep. Mm-hmm.
1: What what's your favorite uh favorite school subject?
3: Um, it was, like, um, American history, but right now my math math teacher, like, changing my mind about math because I'm really getting the feel of it this year. I got you. I'm starting to like it more.
1: That's always good. Hey, learn learn as much as you can in the math and the sciences because it'll help you out a lot down the road, believe me. Tell me, I uh, played Cedar Shoal. Who did you, who did you guys, who were you, you guys playing this week?
3: Uh, Salem. Salem. Okay. Who, who do
1: they have that that you're uh, looking forward to go up, going up against? Anybody in particular, or just ready for the game? Period.
3: Um. No. No one in particular. It just they got they got some good athletes, so it should be a. A fun game because they're, they're even matched with our athletes on our team because we got a lot too, so uh, it should be a it should be a good game. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Now,
1: now, who is your coach at Clark?
3: Uh, coach Self, Aaron Self.
1: Okay. How is he? Kind of is he? What kind of defense do you guys run? What what base formation do you guys run
3: out of? Uh, we're at three-four defense. So, um, so really, we got um, we just got four. We just mainly got four DBs unless we throw in a nickel packet. Mhm. So sometimes we throw in nickel packets, and either I go down and play nickel, or we we'll bring a, um, a smaller um, DB out and put them in the nickel, and just mm-hmm. play heavy over top. Gotcha.
4: That's when you come down and play a little linebacker in that nickel defense, don't you? All right, yes, sir. There you go. Now,
1: besides uh, Jaquay and yourself, who's some other teammates that you have that you feel like will
3: be, be playing at the next level? Uh, Rashawn McCall. Um, this year, he had a uh, standout year last year with 10 interceptions last season, So he got yeah. some offers. He got some offers this year. Um um we got we got some more guys like uh Mothers, um Anthony Dunn, and our linebacker M- um Byron Spraggins and, and Gresham. Um because I feel like they'll end up like getting yeah, uh exposure soon.
4: What My year mind? is McCall? He's a senior
2: this year. Okay. All right.
1: Me, even though you're a junior, do you feel like you bring a, a, a leadership to the team as well?
3: Oh, yeah. Um, I pass there a big factor in leadership because I've been starting since my freshman year. So it's like okay, everyone, I, I believe everyone looks up to me, even if, like, even the seniors look up to me. Um,
2: mm-hmm.
3: I just try to leave by a good example. There you go. Now, how, how about...
2: Uh,
1: who was it that kind of got you interested in in football? Was it just something you just kind of picked up, saw on TV, and, and picked up as a kid,
3: or did your, any of your family members really get you going? Or um, my my uncle he got me into football because I was like more of a baseball and basketball type player, and he just told my mom to sign me up for football because he was your coach. Since then, I just I- been playing. <laughs> So he's kinda of doing it for selfish
1: reasons too, huh?
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. I, I think so. <laughs>
1: um, now you said you play basketball. Do you still play basketball and baseball or do you just focus um, on, on football?
3: I, I still play basketball. Uh I don't play baseball because they're a track season. So Oh
1: okay. What do you what do you run in track?
3: Um I run a four hundred, uh four by one. I do triple jump. And I run two hundred. Uh, I made a state this year and I in all the event. Oh wow!
1: Now that would that be something you would you would want to try to carry over into college as well?
4: Right. Running track or?
3: Uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna up running track in college.
4: There you go. What's your best triple jump? Uh, Forty-five, I think. You know what that translates wow. to? Hmm. That translates uh, to explosion. Mm, uh, yeah. If you can if you can jump, you're explosive. You are an explosive athlete. No question about it. And that helps you on the football field. No
1: doubt. We're talking to Zay Brown, class of 17 safety out of Clark Central in Athens. Um, Zay, is there a particular defense that you like to uh, say when you like if you watch football on Saturdays or Sundays, is there a particular style of, of defense or a, a team or coordinator that you like to like to watch?
3: Um, I really like what Pruitt doing at UGA. Playing like, uh, like last year, he played a lot of freshmen, so mm-hmm. um, I, he let freshmen make an impact in the game, and he sub, he liked to show a lot. So, that mm-hmm. defense, it, it's – I like Daytona's defense. Hmm.
4: Yeah. Yeah, so Absolutely. far. I
1: think mean, we've, yeah. we've all been real happy with that one, that defense so far. We played right.
4: 19 freshmen this year, more than anybody else in the country. If yeah, true right. He's not afraid to play a freshman. He's he'll He'll play whatever works. He's multiple. He can play a 3-4, a 4-3, a 4-2-5, a 2-4-5. I mean, you name it, he'll play it. <laughs> so, that's what we like about him, and that's why we brought him on. He is a he is a bright, bright defensive mind. <clears throat> but especially in the secondary, he wants his players to be able to play all five, all four positions. So, he, yeah. you know, he can rotate them around in, in the backfield and, put anybody anywhere at any time. So Yep.
3: All right, well Zay, uh I'll tell you what, why don't you uh
1: give us your uh Twitter handle and everything and we'll we'll try to get you some more followers if you want. All uh, right.
3: um it's, I think it's underscore Zay Brown Alright. So let
6: me
1: see. Let me make sure just you said I think so I going to make sure yep, that's it. At underscore Zay Brown six. Everybody listening, give him give him a follow. Tell him you heard him on the show, and uh, ah. tell you what Zay, good good luck this week and the rest of the season, man. And uh,
6: mm-hmm.
1: you know, keep keep working hard, man. It's, it's, I think you got good things coming coming your way, my man. Right.
4: Thank you, absolutely, Jay. Good having you on. Keep us all
1: keep right. us up to, keep us up to date on your uh, on your season and your progress and everything. All right, yes sir. All right, we appreciate you joining us.
3: All right, thank you.
1: Bye bye.
2: Good kid, man. Good kid.
1: That's one thing I do. Like I said, I know I say it almost every time, but I do enjoy talking to the kids and just hearing the the maturity of these kids. It's it's, it's a good thing to hear. I feel, it makes me feel better about the country,
6: man. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: watching this. Watching some of this debate makes me feel better just talking to these kids instead of listening to these listening to these politicians. Uh-oh. <laughs> I swear, um, well, man. What you uh,
2: you want to go over a couple of these other games, Brooks and
1: and Jason, I don't know. Is Jason? Jason, you still there, buddy? I know he's had stuff going on, so I don't want to bugging too much but uh let me get a couple of your thoughts on the uh on some of these other games, Jason uh Mike. What what you think on uh we'll start over in, in your state. How about uh, our friend in Alabama with uh Alabama and old Miss coming coming to town this week. Oof
2: tough one. It's a tough one. I, I
1: know you've been saying, well, you've been saying the yeah. West runs runs run through Mississippi, the state of Mississippi.
4: <laughs> uh huh. I did. I did say the state of Mississippi. I I, I still don't think I picked one a hundred percent, but uh, <laughs> I do think I do think they're uh, they look good, man. Um, Ole Miss. I think they're coming in on my high horse right now. Um, but this is a good team. This is a team that's got it's got a lot of returning talent. It's got three-year starters at almost almost every position and on, on the defense. Um, I'm encouraged by what I see coming out of coming out of Oxford this year. I don't uh-huh. I don't know if playing in Tuscaloosa will be too much, but it's yes. I do think that. It's going to be a close game, um, and I think Alabama's schedule is a little rough down the road. So I do think if they if they if they lose to Alabama, they still got a chance yeah. to the West.
5: So right.
4: I wouldn't be too discouraged, but I think they could do it. I really do think they can upset them again. Um, there's really no question about it. Um, they've got the horses, they got the playmakers. I think they've got the right the right staff on certain sides of the ball. Um, I'm looking forward to that game. I really am. Yeah. But all right, all right.
1: you got to make a pick. If you pick, have to
4: make a pick, who you, who are you taking right now? Right now, I am taking Alabama just because they're at home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just because they're at home. If it was in, if it was in Oxford this year, I would it. I would take Ole Miss. But yeah. I'll take Alabama by three.
1: All right, yeah, the line is six and a half, honestly, I think Alabama wins and, and covers just because I think Mississippi, just like I was talking about earlier, I think they've had it too easy, and they kind of feel like that they're the, you know the greatest show on turf, you know like the
4: like the old Rams. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't think they're quite that good on all yeah.
4: I, I agree with you, but this is also a team that likes to throw the ball. They've really got no running game. Um, they kind of remind me of a Texas A&M with, with Johnny football being there a couple years ago. Those are the teams that have given Bama the most trouble. So,
6: yeah.
4: if Kelly can use his legs and escape the pocket and get out of some of that pressure, Ole Miss has got a chance. They really do. Yeah. Um, they're not going to beat them by running the football. We all know that. Yeah. So. What if about he can them? make plays with his legs? I'm 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 encouraged by it. I think the defense can can get him off the field.
1: Yeah. I think it, it a lot of it depends on if, if, if Henry can get loose a couple of times, that's gonna help Alabama a lot, but I don't know if he he'll be able to against that front seven that Mississippi has. But I don't I think, I think so is. I I honestly think it'll Alabama will have a lot of I think they're going to force uh, Kelly into some turnovers. I really do, and then just set him up on short fields and things like that. And then maybe a defensive score. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm really surprised that the, the it's a nine fifteen kick, man. What the hell is going on with that?
4: <laughs> I don't know, but at least we get to watch it. That's well, I got, <laughs>
1: and the good thing is it won't the Georgia. <laughs> The Georgia kickoff hopefully won't be uh, delayed because of the game, the game before. That that always drives me nuts. It never fails either. They never allow enough time, apparently, for, for games in, in the TV schedule because it always seems the, the delay of the game is, is pushed back at least 15 minutes almost every week. Unless you're the moon kick, I guess.
4: Mm-hmm. I don't want
1: those. So I, I guess I have to put up with the delayed
4: kick. Um They've been pretty good about it this year, though. Um, most of the Most of the games that I've been remotely interested in watching, I've mm-hmm. picked up the start of it on another channel, and then flipped over to the to the actual channel when the game started. So, uh, or when yeah, the like when the them. other game finished. So, I mean, I've been pretty lucky this year, on, yeah. as far as that's been concerned. And now, the- it is Virginia. us. <laughs> oh yeah, it is Georgia. Anything could happen. Okay. <laughs> we could get quadruple overtime before we even kick off. So, Yeah, no you kidding. You never know. Uh,
1: what about uh, the College of Rudy against the uh, Atlanta Tech up there? Notre Dame and Georgia Tech this week. I mm. think Tech's actually favored by two and a half in South Bend. I no. think that's like two with the injury situation for Notre Dame losing their running back and their quarterback in, in consecutive weeks, but any chance Notre Dame can
4: hang in? How did
1: tell me I think, how did uh, how did Van Gorder's defense used to do against this this triple option type?
4: That was exactly where I was going. I think Van Gorder can can keep their defense and shut them down. I really do. He likes that he plays a four three defense. So he puts a little bit more speed on the field. Um, you really need to play a true four-three against that triple option. Mm-hmm. It helps if you look at the old Iowa teams back in the day. Um, but, I mean, they shut Georgia Tech down. Um, yeah, and that's that's the type of defense Van Gorder plays. It's very very disciplined. Um, you know, know your assignments, go get the ball, and that's
6: mm-hmm.
4: that's what it takes to beat them. But you've got I've said this before, you've got to rep it every week. Every single week, you've got to rep yeah. like you're, you know, you've got to get some reps in there so your guys are familiar with the technique that they got to play with to to beat Georgia Tech on defense. Um, that's, it, it's got to be fresh. Right.
1: And that's the taxing thing of facing that. Not only is it a physical offense with all the cuts and cut blocks mm-hmm. and things like that, but the mental t- – toughness that you have to de- demonstrate in, against that offense where you you basically have to cover your assignment. I mean, yeah, if you don't, absolutely. you will get burned for 50
4: yards, you know? Mm-hmm. The most disciplined team wins, and against a Paul Johnson team, that most disciplined team is the one that, that reps it the most. Um, he's going to run what's working, and you've got to it's so strange for a defensive lineman to to deal with the cut blocks. It's strange for blocks coming in in the side of your head for a linebacker. <laughs> um, you know, it's it, it's strange. I mean, you have you really do have to rep it at least at least a couple times a week during the season. Mm-hmm. Um, so that so your muscle memory and you know you you've got that muscle memory when you play them. You kind of yep. know what to expect and you're used to it. If you mm-hmm. if you try to prepare for Georgia Tech in one week. You will lose. You will yeah. lose. No question. You got to. You see them on your schedule. You got to rep it every week.
1: I'm glad to hear that we mentioned Georgia Tech, and your daughter started screaming her head off. I'm glad to hear. <laughs> <laughs> She's learning, you're learning. Raising, She's learning. You're raising her right, son. You're raising her right. <laughs>
4: <laughs> she is learning.
1: Who you, who you got in the game?
4: <laughs> Hello. I'll
1: take Notre I'll Notre take Notre Dame. Yeah, I think they're going to take Notre Dame. I do. Now down the road, I think they may they may fall fall off a little bit, but I, for now, I think I, they may play just good enough to win. Being at home, especially um, another huge game in the SEC West. We talked about Alabama and Ole Miss. How about the other team in your state traveling over to Death Valley? Auburn and LSU. LSU is favored by six and a half right now, according to the Big Bad Yahoo uh, Yahoo Pick'em page. Uh, you know, I, honestly, man, I know Auburn looked like total garbage last week. I I think they bounce back and 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 win this game.
4: I think Auburn That's gets destroyed. Do you? Yeah, I absolutely. think Auburn gets destroyed. 20, 30-point game. Whoa, seriously? I'm absolutely serious. Dead serious. You think I do not think it's close.
1: The secondary and linebacker matchups in coverage?
4: or The secondary and the defensive line is going to take over that game. Um, And then it's on offense, Auburn can't stop the run. They can't. Yeah, They struggle every time they play a team with good backs. And a good offensive line, and LSU's got a great offensive line and a great running back. They can yeah. they can out physical Auburn very quickly. Yeah, and if they do, it's going to get ugly. All
2: right, I hear you though.
4: <laughs> uh, I'm going against the grain tonight, Dre. I'm sorry, brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: no, you're, that's actually. I mean, it's like I said, it's six and a half point favorite for for LSU. So. Okay. Um, I just think, you know, I mean, how many times have we seen it when a team turns into the, you know, to the, the goat on, uh, of the media, you know, where they just, all they hear all week long is how terrible and crappy they are. And for some reason they end up, I don't know if it just changes the team or, or makes them mad or what, but it, it, a lot of times when that happens, they, they come out the exact opposite way. So. Unless they're just completely devoid of talent, which you know, I don't know. We'll,
4: we'll have to wait and see, man. Um, yeah, is not devoid of talent at all, but they they don't have it on the defensive side of the ball. They really don't. I mean, yeah. they've got some they got some young kids that are going to be good. They've got a couple people out that could be really helpful this game. Mm-hmm. Um, that could hurt them really bad. It really well, could.
1: Will those secondary guys be back? Like Trey Matthews and those guys be back. Well, one guy got towards ACL, right?
4: Yeah, they lost. They lost Trey Matthews and one defensive back for the year. Um, I don't think Matthews is back. If he is back, he's not going to be a hundred percent. He hadn't practiced all week, so I mean, right. he has not been able to participate. And then uh, Lawson, he hadn't been in either. Um, he's been out. Of, I think he's been out of practice. So, I mean, there's. That's two big pieces of the puzzle when you're playing a team like LSU. So Yeah. No, wait. I, Matthews is out for the year, right? What's that?
1: I think you said – I don't think Matthews is out for the year. Was it Holsey maybe? Yeah, they
4: lost another defensive back for the year. Matthews has been out for the past week or so. Okay, okay. Yeah, one of their other DBs towards ACL. He's one of their better ones. It wasn't Jones. Jones is probably their best DB. Um, right, okay. He's a corner, but – no, Matthews. He he messed his shoulder up pretty bad. I don't, you know, he takes a hit or two against LSU coming up trying to tackle Fournette like he does. He's a reckless mm-hmm. player. He he's going to re-injure himself pretty fast. So mm-hmm. I don't expect him to do much.
1: Oh, uh, I know one thing I meant to mention earlier. I would love to see Georgia, and we ran it. We used to run this play a little bit. I mean, obviously, we we've always run the toss sweep. That's always. Usually been a staple of the Georgia offense. We haven't seen it much so far this year, but I would like to see Georgia run that a little bit more. But I also loved when Georgia would go to that, the the pitch straight back play. We we were running that for a couple of years, and I haven't seen it very much anymore. Um,
4: the what play again?
1: Where they, they, they run, it's a toss, but it's a toss straight back. Instead of handing it off, they toss it straight back. Instead of it being a toss wide or a toss sweep, it's a toss, like, up the middle. hmm And I've seen LSU runs it a lot. You know, with It's Pernette. just a,
4: another version of a power play. Yeah. But, it, um, but they don't go
1: wide. They just go, you know, between the tackles. Yep.
4: No, I haven't seen that. Schottenheimer, his run scheme is, is very – it's built on a lot of misdirection. Um, if you watched him at St. Louis at all, he did a lot – a ton of counter. I mean he was a counter 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 guy. When they beat when they beat Seattle last year, that was one of the staples of their offense. I mean, they would start a play off looking like it was, you know, zone left and they'd come back right. And then when they got him hooked on the play coming back, they'd run it the other way. I mean, he just he out-schemed Seattle. I mean, he really did last year at home. Um but he's he's pretty He's pretty consistent in his run game. It's a lot of it's a lot of between the tackle stuff, but it's still um you know, he it's very calibrated um as to what he chooses to run. So he's a smart mm-hmm. dude. He really is. Um I don't think our mishaps of late have been you know, just a coincidence. So right.
1: Um all right, how about uh tomorrow night's game with Clemson and, and heading up to Louisville? A wounded Louisville team that's coming off 0 2 now.
4: <laughs> any, any Nothing I would love to see better than Grant them lose again. <laughs> I will take that every day of the week. I don't care who they're playing. I want to see Louisville lose. So I'll take Clemson. All right. I think it's going to be close, but I
1: think Clemson may pull it out at the end. Um,. See, can BYU keep it going for a third straight week? They're 17-point underdogs right now.
4: No. They Below cannot. The UCLA. They cannot.
1: Yeah. Not with a backup quarterback. I think the Magic might run out this week.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, let's see. Any other games of interest? Um, Florida State. They kind of struggled up in Boston College the last couple
4: of years, but or last couple of trips up there, but I don't, I don't think they have to worry about anything. That's an interesting game. Boston yeah. College got a nice running back again this year. Yeah. For some strange reason, they keep pumping them out. Um, if you can run the ball in Florida State, you can win. Yeah. But I don't, I obviously don't think they win, but I think it, it could be really close or a very close game. It has been um, the past two years. So, yeah. Um,
1: how about a game? Kind of an upset special.
2: People should be keeping an eye out on. Mm. Think about
1: that you. Upset special you, this week. I'll give you one to keep an eye out on. I know people are gonna think I'm crazy, but keep an eye out on on Air Force and Michigan State.
2: Oh,
1: I know Air Force. They they have their backup quarterback because their other guy got hurt. But
4: uh, and you guys thought I was you thought I was crazy last week when I said Oregon was going to upset those guys. <laughs> 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 you're calling for an upset with Air Force.
1: I ain't saying they're going to upset. I'm just saying keep an eye out on. I, I'll say this. All right. I'll, I'll say Air Force uh, looks like twenty six and a half is the line. I, I'll say Air Force covers. That's a that's a. Easily covers. How about that?
3: Go, there you go. I was
1: about, they're going on a win be, there, Dre. I think it'll be in <laughs> the single digits or teams because Michigan State coming off that huge win last week, mm-hmm. coming in, you know, after the huge night game. Stadium was electric. They got the, yeah. you know, a top ten team. Now they're coming in. Everybody's thinking, "Oh God, it's Air Force." you, you know?
4: Sparty is a disciplined team, though. They, they are, are very disciplined
1: but and those teams things,
4: are always good.
1: Yeah. Another thing Brooks is it's a uh, it's a noon kick. We you know how those can kind of wreak a little havoc too.
4: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Just just want to keep an eye on just to
4: mm-hmm. Take, take who does Air it?
1: force in the I'll just say take Air force on the point. How about
4: that? There you go. Who who does Michigan play this week? Michigan. Um. Uh, oh, I
1: know was some that
4: was a decent game. I don't see it on here.
1: Uh, hold on, I'll find it.
4: Yeah. If it's a decent team, I'll pick them to lose. <laughs> I don't even know who they're playing. Uh, I have no clue. You want to pick lose? Nah, no, they're not losing this week. Never mind. <laughs> take that back. Take that back. But, how
1: about uh? How about North Northwestern at Duke? The brain brawl, baby.
4: <laughs> I think Duke wins. Yeah. I think Duke, Duke wins.
1: Yeah, they're actually favored three and a half, even though Northwestern's ranked.
4: Yeah, I know. I think Duke wins that game.
1: And then the uh, the, the 90s bowl here is uh, Nebraska going down to, to Miami.
4: Ooh. I'll take Miami this year. I would have taken Nebraska last year. i take Miami this
1: year. Do you think <laughs> if Nebraska fans were mad at Bo Pelini, how do you think they're going to feel about –
4: Mike Riley's starting out what one and two now. <laughs> I don't know. But it's it's probably gonna happen. Miami's yeah. they've been recruiting pretty good. They really have. Um, mm-hmm. we'll see. I mean they lost their running back, but I uh, I don't know. Going to Miami, it it could be it could be quick. Yeah. So, all right, how they about they definitely uh, get up to protect
1: their right,
4: protect their turf okay. down there.
1: I'll give you another one that you probably wouldn't think and take the points. Well, it's close. If if you can get Northern Illinois plus thirty five, I would say take it.
4: Wow. Against
1: against Ohio State.
4: Who is a quarterback that came out of Northern Illinois recently in the NFL?
1: Oh. Uh, what that? Big, that big giant kid. Um, yeah, he might. He might be in the Canadian league.
4: Mm-hmm. They've had it, they've had good teams recently. Oh yeah, I mean in the they're, past they're couple a really years. Good yeah,
1: really good I program.
4: That. I could see that. And let's jump on the Bobo train. Who's who does Colorado State play this week? Uh,
1: they got the uh, Colorado man the in-state rivalry.
4: Uh oh. Any chance for the Rams?
1: I hope so. Uh, I think they're uh, Colorado is actually favored. I'm, I'm a little bit surprised, but um, man, I was disappointed they lost last week
4: me to too. Minnesota
1: in overtime.
2: Yep. Me I, too. About,
1: uh, Let me give you one more SEC game, man: uh, Florida at Kentucky. Ooh. Florida, Florida coming in. Off the win over uh, East Carolina, but they
4: yeah, it was ugly. I, I
1: know. Open, I know this yeah. was
4: a this was a close game last year. Kentucky should have won the game, but mm-hmm. Florida beats them this year again. again. Again, I mean they get them again. Yeah,
1: it's hard to break that break that tradition or that cycle, man. I'm telling you, mm-hmm. oh, it might, absolutely is. I think Kentucky it's they're they're three point underdog right now, but Hopefully they'll. Uh... I don't know who
4: that's, I want. It's think... a three-point underdog. It's a pick'em if they're at yeah. Florida.
1: Yeah, because they're, they're at
4: Kentucky.
1: They're at Kentucky. Yeah.
4: Oh, they're at Kentucky. Then it's not a pick'em. It's a six-point game. Right. No, it is a pick'em. It is. a yeah, it's
6: pick'em because they're they yeah, want to be
4: free. Yep. Yep. You're right. So. Right. Yeah, that's a, that's gonna be a that'll be an interesting game to watch. No doubt about it. I don't think yeah, it'll yeah. be too entertaining, but. Something to something to keep an eye on during, throughout the day. Mhm. All right, man. You want
1: to you want to give us a dog's prediction or you? I don't. I don't like mm. giving dog predictions, but I think I don't need
4: <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Whatsoever. Um, I think I think we'll play all right, though. I really do. I, I do too. If we can, if we can correct what we need to correct, that we all know we need to correct. Mm -hmm. This game will be a good game for the Yeah, If we still got problems, we still got problems, we'll see what happens. But I think we need to take their little walk-on quarterback out pretty quickly and just go from there. Um, Pressure, pressure, pressure. Ride that defense. Absolutely. That defense is – our team might not be a national championship caliber team this year, but our defense is a national championship caliber defense this year. So, yeah. take that for what it's worth. But they're going to yeah. they're gonna keep us in some games that they probably couldn't have kept us in last year. So
1: National championship level running game, too. So,
4: if we yep. get everything Absolutely. else
1: caught up, we'll, we'll be right there. But I think, Absolutely, I think we're going to improve each year – or each week, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm.
4: Um, you got to. All right,
1: man. Well, let's go ahead and wrap it up for tonight. Big week for we the do. dogs. Let's, let's take care. Anytime Steve Spurrier comes to town, or anytime he's in in the building, you 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 want to win the game. Yep. Um, got Give Jeff him Bush hell. Coming, got Jeff Bush coming to Athens, man. So you know it's a big game. <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah. So let let's let's let the big dogs eat this week and take care of business. Make sure you get your uh, Zachsby this week there, Brooke.
4: Oh, I'll do it, believe me. If it's a late <laughs> game, I can handle it. If it's, if it's, you know, 11 o'clock in the morning, I'm not eating Zachsby.
6: <laughs> <laughs> All
4: right, man, appreciate it.
1: Uh, Mike Brooks, appreciate Calvin from Camden giving us a call. Appreciate, uh, who? man, we had quite a few calls tonight. Utah calling in, uh, Blue Dog, of course. Jason Harry Dog and of course Zay Brown. Give him a follow underscore Zay Brown6. Give him a follow and uh let him know, like I said, let him know you heard him on the show. And uh give me a follow at the real Dre on Facebook, Twitter, whatever social media I'm on, I'm I've been able to maintain at the real Dre, so I appreciate that. Everybody give me a follow. But uh till next week.